Chapter 62 Idleness In 1632, Elizabeth Jocelyn gave this advice in her work, The Mother's Legacy, to her unborn child. Quote, Be ashamed of idleness as thou art a man, but tremble at it as thou art a Christian. What more wretched estate can there be in the world? First, to be hated of God as an idle drone, not fit for his service, then through extreme poverty to be contemned of all the world. End quote. These words sound strange in modern ears, but Puritan preachers emphasized that labor was a privilege and a duty to one's neighbor, to society, to mankind, and to God. The Bible tells us that man had work to do before the fall, cultivating and protecting the Garden of Eden, Genesis 2.15. Twice in Paradise Lost, John Milton stressed this fact. In 1642, the Reverend Edward Brown spoke of work and the careful stewardship of one's property as something done, quote, for the glory of God and the good of others, end quote. When men worked honestly, they furthered their own welfare, the society they lived in, and God's purposes for their lives. On the other hand, those who lived in idleness harmed themselves and society. All this and more was commonplace teaching once. In 1645, when Hugh Peters returned to England from New England, he said of New England, quote, I have lived in a country where in seven years I never saw beggar, nor heard an oath, nor looked upon a drunkard. Why should there be beggars in your Israel where there is so much work to do? End quote. The fact that idleness and vice were none too common in the years after Hugh Peters' departure explains why the American colonies quickly became a commercial and seagoing power which traversed the world in trade. The steady rise of America to world power had behind it the Puritan teaching on the privilege and duty of work. Today, almost the only parts of the world where the same teaching is heard, although with very limited response, is in the Soviet Union, in Red China, and also in Japan. Elsewhere, the emphasis is on leisure, retirement, and fun and games. Work is regarded as a bore. Absenteeism from work is highest on Mondays, lowest on payday, a fact which tells us much about how people regard work. More and more young men judge a job in terms of its pension and retirement plan, rather than in terms of its opportunities. Two hundred years ago, the clergy would have said that a people so inclined are headed for decay, want, and disaster. They would have insisted, and indeed often did say, that a people disliking work would soon find their life and world impoverished. Were they right? Your answer will not change reality as God made it, but it will have much to do with your future and the nation's.